0: And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at cerebral.com/slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all.
1: Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Underwear is the second, shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first. Made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too. All designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas. Comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com comfy.
0: Hey, Lethal Listeners. Tig here. Last season on Lethal Lit, you might remember I came to Hollow Falls on a mission clearing my Aunt Beth's name and making sure justice was finally served. But I hadn't counted on a rash of new murderers tearing apart the town. My
1: mission put myself and my friends in danger. Though it wasn't all bad. I'm
2: gonna be real with you, Tig.
0: I like you. But now, all signs point to a new
1: serial killer in Hollow Falls. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm gonna win. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit.
0: Catch up on Season 1 of the hit murder mystery podcast, Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery, out now. And then tune in for all new thrills in Season 2, dropping weekly starting February 9th. Subscribe now to never miss an episode. Listen to Lethal Lit on the
3: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Magic Mike 3 is officially happening. Insecure and White Lotus star Natasha Rothwell opened up about her time in the SNL writers' room. And BuzzFeed's Krista Torres is here to explain why people are talking about daddy privilege on TikTok.
0: It's November 30th, 2021.
3: Hey, friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shyla Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Casey, I'm glad you're back. Oh my God, I'm
0: glad to be back. I missed you all. How was your Thanksgiving? I know you probably talked about this on Monday with Ahis, but whatever. But you need to know. Um,
3: <laughs> it was good. The biggest thing is that I finally got Martha my Christmas tree. That's what I've named her. <gasps> oh,
0: Shaila, I think you would have been really proud of me because apparently I'm surrounded by people who just use plastic trees. That <laughs> is... That's upsetting to me. It's very upsetting. <laughs> and they were talking about how you could just put like the like those like pine scented like car hanging things on the tree. And I'm like, no, we, I, I was like, I literally couldn't even talk. I had to leave the conversation.
3: No, just, just, just get a real tree once a year. Just do it. It's, it's good for you. I promise. You have other <laughs> plants in your house. Right. <laughs> Why not a whole tree? <laughs> Okay, so to kick things off, we are talking about something I'm very excited to share, which is that we are getting a third Magic Mike movie. On Monday, Channing Tatum shared the cover page of the script for Magic Mike's Last Dance, which is what it's called, captioning it, quote, Well World looks like Mike Lane's tapping back in. Shyla, how are you doing? I mean, I'm. I wish that he would have just announced it like right before it came out because now I have to wait. I don't, I don't want to wait. You don't understand. I've seen both movies in theaters multiple times. Like I own them on DVD. I love these movies. No, yeah. I've Although, you know, I've seen them multiple times and I still
0: don't technically know what they're about, but I know I had a great time.
3: I mean, does it even need a plot? Can I just have two hours of shirtless men dancing? Is that the okay. only kind of movie I want to watch now? Yes. <laughs> Your
0: wants and needs are perfectly clear. (laughs) Um, Okay, do we know what it's going to be about?
3: And if we don't, what do you think it should be about? Okay, so I don't know, nor does it really matter. But (laughs) if I had to guess, I would say he's taking his little dance troupe global Okay. Oh, that's like pitch perfect when they go to like Germany or something. Yes, exactly. I don't know why I'm picturing Dubai, but like, I don't know (laughs) the aesthetic of like the sand. It gets hot there. I mean, should I be a movie producer? (laughs) (laughs) You should 100% be a movie producer.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, moving on, Natasha Rothwell recently shared what it was like to write for Saturday Night Live and how it affected her confidence in the insecure writers room. She told the LA Times, quote, I didn't want folks to think I got in to satisfy a requirement. I wanted to show that I belonged. I wanted to be at the table at SNL, and I wanted them to think, fuck, she's funny. I like what she has to say, and I see her, and oh, that joke is great. And then she said, that's a lot to carry. And I think that's also an expression of privilege for white writers. They don't know what it's like to walk into a room and feel like the audition is not over. I didn't feel seen always putting my hand up was me wanting to know if my voice could be heard. It was Pavlovian for me. Insecure showrunner Prentice Penny recalled having to tell Natasha not to ask for permission to speak and that it broke her heart to hear that Natasha was used to having to do that at Saturday night live.
3: I mean, yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I really, I really feel like what Prentice Penny said, this is like trying to unlearn behaviors, you know, because, you walk into a room, whether it be a classroom or, you know, a party or something. And often, if you're Black, you might be the only person in that room. And in a career setting, it's especially a creative career. You really do have to prove yourself.
0: And not only is she Black, she's a Black woman. And let's right, be exactly. real. that's even harder, especially in, in a comedy room. Exactly. Let's talk about the very white comedy room that is Saturday Night Live. I mean... Yeah, that's a lot. That's going to affect you. And I'm so glad that looks like she had such a supportive room going to Insecure after that.
3: Right. And now she's finally, you know, found her voice and is able to speak up and be comfortable sharing how freaking amazing she is. And good because she's fucking funny. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you're a new mom or if you've been on TikTok recently, you've probably heard about Daddy Privilege. Of course, this aspect of male privilege has been around for decades, but now more people are speaking out about it. Joining us today is BuzzFeed's Krista Torres, who's going to help explain the ins and outs of daddy privilege. Hi, Krista. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. So, you know, you recently wrote a piece for BuzzFeed about daddy privilege. Would you mind explaining what daddy privilege is for our listeners?
2: Okay. So for those of you who don't know, daddy privilege is basically when dads get praised or extra attention for doing the normal tasks that are required of them for being a parent.
0: Yeah. And this is, I saw the TikTok that we're going to talk about, but I was like, oh, yes, this is 100% a true and real thing. Have you ever experienced daddy privilege with Phil?
2: Yes, actually, I have seen, you know, when my husband has been doing certain things in the store. This happened, obviously, my son is older now, but it happened a lot when he was younger, or the the big one was changing the diaper, like dirty diapers. Like, dad, it was thought, you know, like dad's going to hand the baby off to mom because that's for whatever reason, society thinks that that's the mom's duty. that dads just can't fathom the fact of like changing a dirty diaper. So that was one just from like, Older members of like, you know, distant relatives, I experienced that at like, you know, big family functions and stuff, just like little comments. But then definitely in public in the grocery store, if he was like wearing the baby or something, it's just this whole scene of people flocking to them to just shower them with this, you know, attention and call them out for doing things. That's like, wait a minute, but he had a kid, so he he should be doing that anyways. (laughs)
3: Absolutely. So your piece focused on TikToker, mother and business owner, Chloe Sexton, who posted a video discussing her husband's daddy privilege that has since been viewed over 5 million times. Can you go into a little detail about the incident that sparked Chloe's video?
2: Yeah, so in her video basically her husband is the one who told her that he was embarrassed by how he was being treated which is awesome that he was able to you know kind of like pinpoint it and be like wait why why is somebody treating me like this and so she didn't actually witness it but the husband came back to her and was like you know i was at the store wearing the baby, getting groceries, and she is a baker. And so she goes to this wholesale food place where she gets, you know, big bags of flour, like all this stuff that she has to load up and take back to her bakery. Well, when the dad does it, everyone's coming, you know, to help him offer assistance, be like, oh my gosh, you're such an awesome dad for loading all this stuff up and multitasking, even though Chloe did that when she was, you know, nine months pregnant and she does it all the time every week and no one thinks twice about it. So basically he was just saying that he felt, you know, kind of embarrassed that he was being treated that way. But I think that he is unfortunately in the minority there because I think a lot of dads like love that. They're like, well, I should be being showered for, you know, doing all of these things. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. And I don't mean to, you know, like encompass all dads. Hopefully that's changing, but I do still feel like there are a lot of dads because of how society portrays dads think that, you know, they should be praised for doing these certain things that moms do on an everyday basis. Well, we actually have a clip from Chloe's TikTok where she describes the discrepancy between
3: how she and her husband were treated. Let's give it a listen.
0: Nothing to see here. Just a woman doing woman things, busting her ass. But my husband, (laughs) my husband wears the baby and he goes to the restaurant depot for mommy's business. And it's, oh my God, look at you. Oh, my God. You worked so hard. He said somebody walked. He said, honestly, it was a little bit embarrassing. Somebody walked past him and said, oh, my God, that's a whole ass baby.
2: <laughs> so I you actually. She s- it.
3: <laughs> whole ass baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you actually spoke to Chloe for your piece. Did you get a sense of what changes she would like to see in the way both mothers and fathers are treated?
2: Yeah, I think it's um more of just us as a society coming to not even terms, just basically being like, hey, two people decided to, to have a child and they are both equally responsible for caring for the child in every single task. And I think one thing that she pointed out that's like, mothers don't need praise. We're not being like, oh, you need to praise us too. It's just being like, we don't need to overly praise dads when moms are doing the same thing all the time, every day, and people just expect that, oh, that's a mother's duty.
0: I also think that's going to put even like more work resentment and aggravation on you know the woman or the mother because if the father and their husband is getting this outside praise consistently, I'm sure they carry that into the
2: home. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, you should be so grateful to have me because I changed the baby's diaper one time great. Like, it's just this absurd mentality to have and be carrying from, you know, so long ago when we did have those huge gender, you know, stereotypes and roles. It's like, that is not how society is now. And even how she pointed out was she was like, women are the main breadwinner in a lot of the scenarios these days. And dads are having to take on those, you know, old school, traditional female roles. And it's like, why are we still out here? you know, praising dads for doing these types of things.
0: All right. Well, we'll be right back with more from Krista Torres.
2: At Chief it we're tired of hearing new year, new you fat burning secrets and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com/slash 2022.
4: I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com. And now, that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on LA to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel think and fall in love with sports all over again sports illustrator weekly is available every wednesday on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts subscribe now the nfl podcast network is your home for all things football do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth
0: Or maybe you
4: enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe,
0: sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each
1: week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters?
0: Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name?
1: Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody.
2: Our vast
4: network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week.
1: There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed's Krista Torres about daddy privilege. So if you search daddy privilege on TikTok, you can actually find dozens of videos of different women explaining this same experience. We also found a video from a former hospital employee explaining how fathers regularly don't know any of their children's medical information. I mean, would you call something like this daddy privilege or does this veer into something worse?
2: I mean, I think at the root of it, it's daddy privilege, but that it also that spirals into something way worse. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to dads who don't know their child's birthday and yeah, you can have a lapse of the memory and be like, oh, I baffled on the days, but to really not even know your child's birthday, that's you choosing to not have this sort of involvement in your child's life that you need to have as a parent, in my opinion. So, you know, stories
3: like this are a reminder of how deeply gender roles are ingrained in our society, like you had mentioned. Things are slowly very slowly starting to get better as we learn to redefine the gender binary there was actually a post on the subreddit am i the asshole the other day by a guy wondering if he was an asshole for not quote babysitting his kid and people pretty promptly tore him a new one and reminded him it's not babysitting when it is your actual child but what is it about the traditional conceptions of motherhood and fatherhood that have resulted in a phenomenon like daddy privilege
2: um, I think, yeah, th- gosh, I hate that term so much. Babysitting. You are not babysitting. You are doing <laughs> your duty as a parent. But I think, you know, as I said, it stems from, you know, decade after decade after of all of this being ingrained in our mind. And then, you know, you watch your grandparents having those certain gender stereotypes and their grandparents before them. And, you know, the mom was cooking the dinner, bringing dad the dinner. There were certain things that each gender did not do and it's ridiculous, you know? So I think that forging forward, hopefully, like you said, slowly things are changing. It is moving at a snail's pace and, Unfortunately, that's just how it is. So, the more we talk about things, the more people like Chloe shed issue on these situations. I think that not only does it help make people who are, you know, in a bad way contributing to the situation, because there were people who were saying, Oh, I do that, you know, to be nice and be like rooting them on. I'm not thinking it's doing harm. But now that you put it this way, I think, Oh, maybe I'm part of the problem by me, you know, just rooting a dad on, being like, "I, I love to see it. You know, we love to see it. But it also can give them this, you know, false sense in their head of like, oh, this is you should be so happy I'm doing this type of thing.
3: And that's something that I'm interested in because
2: the people who are giving this praise, are they women? I, I mean, for I can't speak for every single, you know, situation, but it seems that way.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, this is, like we were talking about, this is ingrained fully, not just in men, but in women in society. And I like what you said. Like, this truly isn't going to change unless people are talking about it. And unfortunately, I think that the most of the talking needs to come from the dads and come from the men. Because how many times, I feel like then you could see if women are talking about it, they could get, you're nagging, you're nagging us about it, you know? And it's like, no, okay, everyone. And then also when we're talking about it moving slowly, it's like, okay, one, dad's speaking out about it two, it literally is just going to take a bit until our generations are older and we keep just like keep growing and growing until it's kind of phased out. And, you know, I think uh, this is separate from just daddy privilege, but I think TikTok has really because it's such a global phenomenon, a global app. It's really opening a lot of people's eyes to maybe, uh, you know, not uh, how great America is (laughs) and just like all the ways we're behind in all these things. And I think, you know, it, this is also a good time to discuss the labor that goes into raising a child. There's often this idea that a stay-at-home parent isn't really doing work, even though anyone with a child will tell you how much work it is. But even still, the U.S. is the only wealthy country in the world that offers zero weeks of paid family leave. And to like give you an idea of what other countries do, Britain guarantees 39 weeks and Japan guarantees 52 weeks of paid leave. I mean, do you feel like conversations about things like daddy privilege are changing our ideas of what parental labor actually entails?
2: So I actually love this question because I feel like it's like we know and we're aware of it. Everybody who's in America is aware of it, but until the companies and the businesses can change there, you know, because it's so individualized for each company and each employer can change their perspective on it, then nothing's going to change. So it's like, also our duty to like, you know, speak up and talk about it. And we have been seeing different businesses and employees change their structures, but it's not hard to go look at, you know, like in the UK or different places and see, you know, that they have much better offerings in terms of, you know, getting up and going to work the next day after you've just, you know, like you're wife has had a baby because you know a lot of places dads don't even have the parental leave and when the women have it it's very rare but in addition to that you know we could go into like a whole tangent about you know how um, paid time off is handled and you know work life balance because that also is passed down i think generationally too because it was you know your 9 to 5 job you're required to be there dah, 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 all of this rigid workforce. And I think we're seeing now, like people have been talking about a four-day work week and all of that. But as people who, you know, like us who work for businesses, it's not at, our, at the hands of us to change it. It's the businesses and those um, companies that need to come together and make a change in America, I think, because it's important.
0: Yeah, I, I think just all of this, you can see how ingrained it is, not just like on a person to person level, but just like as a society, as a whole, like in our government, in our businesses, in capitalism, in our day to day. Now I'm depressed. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> I'm <daunting>. sorry, I, <laughs> can, <laughs> keep, I can keep going and going. All I mean, yeah. this conversation. <laughs>
2: Healthcare, like all of that stuff. It's just, it's a sad thing. But yeah, like we said, it sucks talking about it, but we have to talk about it and we can talk about it and keep talking about it and we'll keep talking about it until something changes because it's just it's it's not right (laughs) yeah
3: well (laughs) that is a positive place (laughs) to end this conversation because I have a lot to think about now (laughs) thank you so much for joining us today Krista
2: yes thank you so much for having me
0: All right, that's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, give us more movies that are just shirtless men dancing. For Shila, please. Please. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts.
3: And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed coming to you daily.
4: You actually don't.